What's up, fan bros? This is your boy DJ Ben Amin, and on this episode of Fan Bros Show, we welcome chip hop superstar Mega Ran to talk about his career and what's coming up next for him. We also talk about the breakup of Wiz and Amber. Hmm. And Shield just not doing them numbers. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And welcome, Internet, to another episode of Fan Bros. The show where the bros are fans or something to that extent. It's your boy, DJ Ben Amin, the Captain Kirk of the spaceship in the building tonight. It's another episode of Fan Bros Show, the voice of the Irving Geek. And I'm joined in the spaceship by Katiana King Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as Lieutenant Uhura of the spaceship, the communications expert. I am also Black Russian and the Black Rogue. I love how you kept going on with the names while I've abandoned all of my various names <laughs> I, for the I'm time ke- being. I keep them forever. Yeah, I mean, I will always be the butcher of names amongst other things. Former Herald of Galactus, you know. DJ Ben I mean, and of course, alongside <laughs> Tatiana King, we also have Grand Moff Chico Leo. Grand and Moff? Moff? Grand Moff, like Grand Moff Tarkin. Ah, Moff, M O F. Yeah, Grand Moff oh. trumps uh, Captain Kirk and Lieutenant Uhura. I don't know about that, bro. <laughs> yeah, Grand Moff, yeah, come nah. on, man. There could be he's, no insurgencies on this he's, spaceship. He's, oh, he's, hell. he's not, I mean, he's. A, I think he actually ranks higher than Darth Vader. In, uh, he met an untimely end, though, didn't he? he? Now he just dies on the uh, on the Death Star when it gets blown up. Oh yeah, well, but know. yeah, I mean, yes, it is an untimely end. But he's an, a very old man. True indeed. So he'd had a long he life of being the oldest evil. person on the Death Star. The most senior, the most the senior. Methuselah of the Death Star. Exactly, the Methuselah <laughs> of, the, of the Death Star. Yeah. I kind of wish that was my name. That 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 could be one that's of your new the, names. The Methuselah of the Death Star. Star. Exactly. There we go, folks. Chico Leo's in the house, and to let every all our fan bros out there know, he is also on Twitter now. Whoa! Yes. Won't he, he do it? At the yes, Chico God. Leo. He joined us in 2007. It's amazing. <laughs> Listen, dude. So, so, so your your Twitter handle is at the Chico Leo. But just just so you make sure that you know that he's the real right Chico at the Leo. Chico Leo. Yes. So I haven't actually I've retweeted some things, but I haven't actually you know started voicing my opinions yet on Twitter. But that'll 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 happen. That'll come. Look oh, at God. Definitely. Look at God. For real. <laughs> it's an amazing day today, folks. Uh, we got some other big news to announce. October 9th at Home Sweet Home in the Lower East Side, the Fan Bros Show will be having a NYCC party. Swanky? Yes. What? Swanky. Damn. Yes. I home love it. Sweet Home, October 9th, we'll be doing an event there. It'll be super week. It'll be the, actually, it'll be the first day of New York City Comic Con. That is true. So, should people show up in, in their cosplay? Why not? We might have to have a cosplay contest at this event. Son. Uh oh. I'm with it. Yeah, well, Chico Leo, judge it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, I'll home, be there. Home Sweet Home, October 9th. There'll be more information coming soon on fanbros.com. Of course, be I'll a- be DJing. Might have some other special guests spinning. Well, I was just to say, it's just going to be a big extended Fan Bros family reunion. I mean, people oh, most definitely. Oh, absolutely. Over. Oh, yeah. Everyone will be in town. Jamie Rigetti will have to make an appearance. All of our former guests who were in town, everyone out there, home sweet home, October 9th. Maybe we can even get our Amber Rose to come through. You know, that, oh, God. 
I feel so <laughs> I mean, you know. I couldn't even counter that. It's just like, damn, Ben, why you have to. She'll be single. Yes. She'll, she, you know. Ready to mingle. Ready to mingle. Yes, yeah. You know, as everyone out there has <sighs> heard, Amber Rose and Wiz Khalifa are no more. They were like the fantasy power couple, you know. I was rooting for them, man. They were like something out of uh, World of Warcraft, like yeah. come to life. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I mean, she, you know, she had that that chainmail dress, you know, with like, you know, plus twenty health or whatever. Yeah, it, it was man, dope. There was a lot of health in that dress. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real healthy dress. Yeah, girl. real healthy Your dress. Your specs there. is off the chain. <laughs> off the chain. Your charisma. She rolled three <laughs> three sixes <laughs> for charisma right away, boy. In that dress. That was like a dress plus five charisma or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's all over, folks. You know, you can, uh, your fantasy mm. ballots for, you know, what marriage the Who's last the next, longest. Who's the next power couple? Oh, I think Jay-Z and Beyonce are still, still holding them. that one. Yeah, I still Aren't think. they? But they're going to split up soon, aren't they? Oh, let's hope not. Chico boy. Leo. I mean, Why geez. would you talk about that gossip? <laughs> isn't that what we do <laughs> yeah, isn't Amber Rose and <laughs> no Rose that gossip that's supposed to be off limits yeah right is that right yeah. Yeah. no yeah yeah, yeah. shout yeah. out to the Reed you know we can't really speak badly on the Bay and Jay thing yeah. that's just like you know untouchables yeah, yeah. You know, certain people they're the Elliot Ness of celebrity couples right alright <laughs> the Bay agency's gonna come in here and work right. us yeah you didn't see SNL of course <laughs> they, they're serious with it, about their stuff word word so yeah one well, last. Well, one thing related to what you were just saying. So the fifth edition of Advanced Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> has come out recently, <laughs> and it's gotten the best reviews since the second edition, which is the one that I know that me and Ben played. Yeah, oh, way back. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. So they're saying actually the fifth edition is actually the that they got a lot of things right, and so uh, nice. Maybe we're gonna have to get a campaign going at ah, some point. Our, our one of our guests, uh, the Lich King Demarco, right, is a still avid player, so we right. might have to hit him up and you know see if we can join his campaign. Or something. Right, and then and then someone could have Dungeon Master added to their uh, oh. to their, their list of titles. Nice, nice Dungeon Master. You know, one of us can be a short dwarf with long white hair. Right. No one will get that reference, folks. Um. Then yeah. I mean, already calls himself Dungeon Master at home. Mm. <laughs> That's what she said. Ah. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. Wiz and Amber, it's over. Not you know. Sorry, folks. Wish you know. Wish I had better news to start this show off with. You know, it's like it's a lot of heartbreaking news right now because yeah. other than that, you know, TV fall debuts. Man, mad debuts. Yes. And sad news, folks. S.H.I.E.L.D. debuted its second season and took a walloping to NCIS. Wallop. I mean, a straight up and down ass whooping, folks. You know, excuse my French. Yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. second season started last night. I peeped it. I was live tweeting it at DJ Ben Amin, mm-hmm. Fan Bros Show, you know, to follow us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. D Chico Leo at Tatiana King. And uh, yeah, it was it, I, I enjoyed the episode. Yeah. I, I, my, my, the overall thing that I heard was that it was decent. Um, it was it, like it wasn't decent as in just just, you know, greater than norm. Like it was actually good for our season opener. But but it wasn't enough. Obviously not. And I mean. I, I just don't understand the viewing habits of America. Like, really, NCIS, New Orleans, like a spinoff? <laughs> like, well, you don't well, – NCIS, NCIS is one of those shows that have been on, like, forever in, in a million different um, spinoffs. And I, I don't know if it's just because it's just something that's always been there that people are used to watching it. Like, NCIS is one of those shows that will never get canceled. Obviously not. Like, never. It'll, like, 
I don't know. It, it's but I do feel like something else should have beat it by now. Yeah, and I mean, I thought you know it was a solid episode of Sh- Shield. They introduced the Absorbing Man, a yeah. villain from the comic books, uh, Crusher Creel. Really dope effects, well done. Overall, the yeah. episode's cool, but you know it got crushed. So. I, I mean, mean it, a lot of people didn't come back to Shield after the first season. No, I, mean, I didn't. Right. I, I didn't come back to Shield after the first episode. <laughs> but see, but <laughs> me neither. But but I, I went back and forth. But remember, like a lot of people were turned off because the first half of the season was weak. Right. Then the the Captain America came out, and then it actually was cool. But by that time, a lot of people like right. you already made a decision. Like this is not for me. Yeah. No, I I was one of those you know on and off watchers. I watched the second half of the season where it picked up again after right. Captain America. And I enjoyed it enough where I was like, let me check out, you know, last night. And I wanted to give support to this Marvel show. Yeah. You know, fan bros material. But, yeah, it looks like, I mean, the season's already in the bag. They got 22 episodes plus eight episodes of Agent Carter right. that are going right. to be coming on during the winter break. So it's like 20, it's going to be, they say, like, too many seasons, basically. They're going to have 11 episodes, then eight episodes of Agent Carter, and then 11 more S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. So it's like pretty much a double the most you know cable shows i mean they doubled down on the show to be when you think about it so so those numbers better get better or there's gonna be Mm -hmm. some issues that's doubtful yo so i mean with that you kind of think you know maybe people have superhero fatigue because there's so many superhero stuff but gotham premiered and people liked it so i don't know that there's superhero fatigue you just got to do it well i mean guardians of the galaxy was the number one movie this year i mean people, you know like you just got to do it well and that and that's Mm -hmm. the that's the thing, like, uh, you know. You, me- you messed up my segue, but what Sorry. I was going to say was <laughs> what didn't show that fatigue was Gotham because <laughs> it premiered to 8 million viewers. Big money. Big money. And uh, as much as I enjoyed S.H.I.E.L.D. and Gotham, I- Gotham, man, it-, it already has so many problems. I heard mixed, mixed I-, 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 I listened to everybody on Twitter. Heard mixed mixed uh, comments about yeah, it. Yeah, it's an interesting show. Chico, did you catch it? I definitely caught it. Um, I I mean, I'm definitely going to continue to watch it. I f- it's difficult to judge things on the pilot. Yeah. I definitely had issues. Yes. On the other yeah. hand, I judged the Shield pilot enough to not come back. Whereas mm. I'm definitely I, I'm going to stick with Gotham throughout mm-hmm. the entire season for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, it would have to take a terrible nosedive. I definitely have some issues. Um, but I thought it showed it showed it showed some promise. Yeah, uh, it, it showed had, a tremendous amount of promise. Yeah, definitely. I thought. I, I thought it was well shot. The cinematography, all that was very well done. But I just didn't understand it. It had like I didn't like how they make every character seemingly connected already, and that's right. I I agree with you. I th- I thought that was a little weird, and I couldn't tell if if because it was hard for me because some of that stuff was going against like the comic yeah. canon stuff. So I couldn't tell. Well, isn't for that the me. point too? Because it's trying to retell an origin stories in different ways. Yeah, they don't want to be strictly comic. But people. have no no. But having Barbara Gordon be Commissioner Gordon, I mean, be Jim Gordon's. Be- girlfriend instead Instead of of his his niece or having um like uh the poison ivy is the daughter of a criminal who you know like they're definitely so they're taking liberties there there are there definitely were a lot a lot of everything was interconnected Yeah. yeah um I, I, I don't know. I mean, I thought some stuff worked really well. I thought it was odd. Like, they're making the first, I mean, the, the Penguin being the, the first. The Penguin being the first major, major villain. Yeah. Yeah, I actually thought that I, dude was going to be the Joker. Like, the dude who plays the Penguin, when you first see him, he looks like the Joker without the white face paint. Yeah. How'd you guys feel about Fish Mooney? Oh, I liked her. Yeah. I liked her a lot. And I really Jamie liked um the woman who plays Montoya, too, as well. 
There was a lot of people of color in the show. Yeah, which I was, is great. I was really happy about that. Also in Shield, they you know added a lot of people of color. Yeah. So both of them, you know, I'm I'm really happy about it, and I really like Jada on um, Gotham. So yeah, I'm happy about it overall. Yeah. And I'm like Chico said, I'm gonna keep watching. I thought the pilot tried to do maybe a little too much. But, you know, I try not judge shows on pilots, so I'm just going to... Right. Pilots, I usually try to cram as much good things in it as possible, not understanding that maybe too much of a good thing may not be a good thing. So I think, like, they're just trying to impress everybody right away, but that hopefully it'll temper it out as the season goes along. I mean, there was definitely some really broad, like, good cop, bad cop stuff with Harvey Bullock and yep. and, and Jim yeah. Gordon that I think will be a little more subtle. Yeah, some of the stuff was just a little too yeah. obvious, like the dun-dun-dun yeah. moment, like... Okay, definitely. calm down. Most definitely. <laughs> but yeah, um, we got a huge show ahead of us, a big special guest. So we're going to take a quick break right here and we'll be right back with more fanboys. Yo, this is Carly Hustle. And when I'm not taking over the world, I'm listening to fanbros.com. And welcome, fanbros, to this special episode of Fan Bros Show. We are joined in this spaceship that our super special, awesome, most amazing guest, Mr. Meg Ran. A lot of people know him as a special nerdcore rapper. You also know him as a chip hop rapper, DJ extraordinaire. He's done a lot of uh, very interesting beats, very interesting tunes, mad albums. You know him with his work with Nintendo. You know his work with uh, Final, all his music with Final Fantasy beats in the background. You know him. Uh, with his work with Capcom. I mean, this guy has been all over the place. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Mega Rain. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. Thank you, thank you. Welcome, welcome. (laughs) What's going on, y'all? This spaceship is is especially dope. Like, I love it. I love it here. It's nice and clean, right? It's real comfortable. It's clean. Luxurious, (laughs) even, you know. (laughs) I've recorded in some icky spaces, so this is, like, amazing. We try. We try. (laughs) We try. We try. So, um, like I said, um, you are a well-known nerdcore um, um, artist. I would call you an artist because you do a lot of different things. I wouldn't say well-known. I I say well-known. Or artist. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. You're well known in certain scenes. Well, thank you. Let's say that. I, I, yeah, let's I say that. that. We try to give you the big ups that you require. I'm kind of a big deal <laughs> to a very small group of people. You have a Wikipedia page for your big deal. <laughs> uh, you know, like I said, that everyone knows you by your music. Um, right now, I have to big up your shirt. Right now, you have. Oh. He has on his shirt that says that um, quote to Biggie: "Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. When I was dead broke, then I couldn't picture this." And it has all the cute little fonts. So yeah, it's everything I love. You know, it's hip hop, yeah. it's gaming. You know, and it's classic hip hop, and it's New York. You know, so it's it's all that I love. So, although you don't think you're way up there, we believe that you're the star. You're a big mm-hmm. star in nerdcore. So, <laughs> for those unfamiliar with the subgenre of nerdcore, can you just give a little background on it? Yeah, well, from my understanding, nerdcore is um, is hip hop that uh, tends to focus its subject matter on maybe. Uh, more nerdy topics um maybe video games maybe like not being the coolest dude in the club you know what i mean like things that are very opposite of what traditional hip-hop topics are um but it's still rooted in the the very the basic elements of hip-hop you know still hip-hop beats and rhyme structures but um i don't know someone and i know who the person is actually it's mc front a lot yes who uh who coined the term nerdcore because it was music about his life, which was coding and playing video games and just, you know, being an outcast generally. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so we put a name on it. And um, 
And people love names and subgenres and titles and labels. <laughs> labels so, and boxes. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, we wouldn't buy we wouldn't know what to buy if it didn't have labels on it in the, in the market. <laughs> so we put a label on it and it's Nerdcore. And then um I was existing kind of parallel to that and not knowing what it was. Mm. I just made an album about video games because I liked video games and I love the chip sounds in them. And uh, people were like, that's Nerdcore. And I was like, what's Nerdcore? You know what I mean? So, so you wasn't point, always involved in that. No, whole I didn't know world. it was Nerdcore. I was just making okay. rap music. You know, my ins- inspiration was MF Doom. You yes. know, guys like that who were uh, Dell, Dell the Funky Homo Sapien, guys who were underground, who were influenced by games and cartoons and comic culture. But um, it just it didn't have a name. It was just like it was just rap, like weird rap or maybe I don't know what they call that stuff now. It's kind of indie underground. Probably still underground. They still call it backpack. They call it weirdo rap now. I mean, there's some different names to it. Kanye West. (laughs) 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 They should just call a genre Kanye West because there are a million Kanye West uh, for reals out there right now. So (laughs) genre Kanye West. (laughs) That's kind of messed up. That's kind of messed up. Grammy for the best Kanye West album (laughs) goes to. Oh wow. The oh. nominees Megaran. are wow, yeah, Megaran, MC Frontalot, that right there. <laughs> so, how do you feel about the nerdcore genre? Like, do you feel like uh, it's an appropriate term? I guess it is. I mean, we're we're nerdy, but I, I feel like what I do, and especially, I think I make a conscious effort to make it sound as though it goes right alongside with a lot of you know underground or indie rap stuff. So. In my eyes, I would have never probably put a name on it, but I understand people need that to to associate things. So yeah. I'm okay with it. I was reading an article a good friend of mine wrote today about Nerdcore, and he was saying, like, man, Nerdcore has such a negative connotation to it because a lot of the guys who were doing it aren't weren't experienced. So at the time that it was coming out, these were literally nerds rapping. So they didn't necessarily have... Uh, you know, breath control or or no production techniques. These were just guys who were nerds who rapped, so they didn't have the, the rhyme skill techniques, and um and so that's what kind of gave it a bad name. And I can understand why people try to shy from it, but you know, again, I'm okay with it. I, I like chip hop because it describes a little more of what I do. It's hip hop with samples from chip tunes or yeah. Nintendo beats at times. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. So so would you say, um, you know, just growing up with it, did you feel like an outcast growing up with, with all of this interest in, you know, Nintendo and video games? Oh, no, nah, I was the coolest dude in, in any room I stepped in. No, that's a lie. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was I'm like, say, really? <laughs> like, whoa, really? Right, well, we like, we like to gain a background. Tell me your secrets. Yeah, no. some people are lucky, and they, they have, like, this big support system where everyone around them is into it, and others were But everybody nah. had a Nintendo, didn't they? I mean, everybody, I would like you know, to think everybody Everyone had a Nintendo, but everyone was interested in rapping about it and deep into, like, that really culture of right. being a nerd, so. Yeah, I mean, I, would, I remember a lot of my friends were into games and stuff, but when I brought the video game magazines to school. They were like, nerds. They'd be like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> put you that away, dog. Much. Like, yeah. check out this Playboy. You know what I mean? Like, it was, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, growing up in Philly, you know, it was it was kind of frowned upon. You know, to be we would they would call us the video nerds because we were the kids who who knew about games, but we also you know we played sports and we liked wrestling and all of that stuff. But they would call us the video nerds because we were yeah. just more into it than probably the rest of them. You know what I mean? People right. played it like even now. Everybody like I'm a gamer because I play Madden. No, 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 that doesn't make no, you a gamer. No, yeah. right. You know what I mean? Uh, I play Call of Duty. Like seven million people play Call of Duty. That that doesn't necessarily mean 
you're you're into the gamer culture at all. So, um, so yeah, we were deep into it, man. We we used to try to research the people who the composers, the developers, and just try to get more insight on on them and what made that stuff work. Yeah, and it just it came together really in a weird way because I was always into hip hop. My two favorite things, and I put them on the same cassette, was uh, N.W.A.'s album Straight Outta Compton. And on the other side was the whole Mega Man soundtrack. Wow. Because I hit the record button on my little recorder and I would play the Mega Man game and just record it. So I would go to school with my Walkman on and my, you know, starter jacket and whatever was 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 hot at the time. Fubu. Fu- no, this is way before Fubu. But okay. <laughs> little cross colors, maybe. Uh, you know, my lugs, boots. I had, you know, I was the cross colors was was in. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> You wear you your know, jacket inside out. I remember the brief. Yeah, the, the jacket, yeah, the reverse jackets. Yeah. Yep, yep. yeah, that was a thing. I, I didn't do that though. My mom would have beat me up. But um, <laughs> what are you doing, boy? You know. So, um, but yeah, man, I would have my Walkman on, and I would be, I would flip the tape, you know. And it was the two, like the dichotomy there, is like now it hits me like it's a little like brain blowing moment where I'm like, dang, that was that was in my head for a long time, like hip hop and video games. We're both there, but I never thought about mixing them in any way until I was just one day like, let me just try this. Right. And then now here I am. You know what I mean? Like, it's pretty crazy. Right. Well, I think that's interesting, the fact that you recognize that economy. You saw that there was um, there was uh, the fact that they sync together and mm-hmm. you would find a you found a very specific place where they sync together. Well, and like you said, there's always a, the people who put stuff together and doesn't really sound right or maybe they don't have the ear for it. But you were able to kind of bring about a new sound so with that you were able to uh you had people like nintendo capcom come knocking on your door like hey we want to work with you now were you surprised by that like oh you guys know about me or were you like duh i'm the man absolutely no man i did not expect that at all i can clearly remember that story i was i put the album out and you know it started getting a few downloads and some people talked about it and it was 2007 and um i got an email one day and it was from capcom and I was like, oh, this can't be good. And it said, like, R.E., your Mega Man album. And I'm like, shoot. And so I started start reading it. Like, yeah, we want to talk to you about this album you made using our samples. And I'm like, shoot. And the dude tried to be funny because he skipped a whole bunch of lines. And then he put, don't worry. It's not a cease and desist. And put a smiley <laughs> face on it. Oh, He's like, in fact, you know, we really love it. And so... I'm like hugely thankful to Capcom. They were like, we like it. Um, Comic Con's coming up, and it was yeah. it was just great timing. And San Diego Comic Con was going on the next month, and I was in Phoenix. I'm five six hours away, so they were like, do you want to come out to Comic Con and just like sit at a booth and just sign stuff? Because people seem to like what you're doing. And I was like, word, yes. <laughs> and so after that, with long story short, but they were able to make me a um, an official licensee of Capcom. Like wow. I've so you can use any songs and samples no matter yeah, what. Yeah, like I'm legit. Wow. Like now I'm like, you know. You're not riding to, dirty anymore. I ain't riding dirty. You know, it, it, <laughs> coming, from the, coming from the school of hip hop, you know, we sample it and then it's like whatever. Right. We have no no like care when it comes to who's sampling and who's going to get caught because we just think I want something that sounds dope. So after that that happened, you know, it's just like, man, now I'm, I'm legit. Like this is weird. So I started going to other games and other companies and other stuff that I liked and that was very um you know influential to my gr- my growth and uh and the rest is kind of history you know it's like it's crazy I was Final Fantasy was probably the one that just kind of took Fantasy it over the seven top joint, yeah. Final Fantasy 7 it was a you know a cult classic video game mm-hmm. everybody loves it and uh, I was teaching I taught middle school for a very mm-hmm. long time 
and did music at night and the weekends. And uh, that day, it was kind of everything changed. It was about maybe a month after that release. Uh, the album was on the front page of Reddit. And I was just like, first of all, what's Reddit? <laughs> and then, <laughs> then I started reading through. I was like, oh, like if something is big on Reddit, it's big in the world like it's big so i was just like oh snap like you know different sales coming in and different people inquiring about my music wanting to interview me and i was like yo i think i think this is what it's like to be viral yo like i remember telling my my like i made it mama i made it mama i made it like i was like is this (laughs) is this what viral is like you know like when stuff just takes off that fast and uh and since then man it's just been crazy like just kind of non-stop touring and uh, releasing records and uh, just working with different video game developers. Like, it's a really dope spot to be in where yeah. the people I respect in hip-hop and in gaming are allowing me to kind of do my thing, which is real dope. Uh, speaking on that, you've worked with certain artists, like a big, for a friend of mine, and I'm a big fan of his, Joel Ortiz, yeah. Murs. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it like getting to work with, you know, luminaries like that? It's a dream come true, man. And um, the way I went, met Murs was the craziest because – uh, I was in Tucson doing a show, and he came in the sh- at the show. He just walked in, and I was like, and I'm, you know, tapping my homies like, yo, is that Murs? Is that? Nah, it ain't Murs. That dude looked just like me. Think he Murs. Like, this is what we were saying. And then I was like, wait a minute. That is Murs. So I went up and talked to him. I was like, what you doing here, man? He's like, I'm here to see you. I was like, <laughs> wow. What? Like, that just, That's like. humbling, man. Like- extremely humbling. This is a dude I look up to, one yeah. of my favorite MCs. And he was just like, I heard about you, and and I wanted to, I wanted to see what this was about, so I came through. I was like, what? And he like bought a bunch of merch. Like ever since then, man, he's been a, a mentor and a friend to me. And um, I saw him and Fashawn when they were pushing their album together, and uh, and he was like, Fashawn was like, yo, I I did a record with Mega Ran. You have you heard it? And Merce is like, how come we haven't done a record together? And then so from then I was like, I gotta find the right record for you. And so fast forward, I uh, met Joel Ortiz's manager, and he was like, yo, I'm going to hook you up with, with Joel. And we got together, did a record, and and I had an open verse. And I was like, hmm, this might be the time to call in the favor. So I hit up the big homie <laughs> verse. It's like, got this record. I love it. And it needs a third verse. And he sent it back to me like the same day. And oh, I was wow. like, this is dope. It's inspiring. Let's do it. And um, and yeah, man, it's, it's extremely humbling, you know, especially – when you talk about nerdcore and what the what the connotations are around mm-hmm. it, where some people might look at it like, man, that's some corny stuff. But yet, if people that are in hip hop and that are widely respected can get down with what I'm doing, is like it adds some more legitimacy to it. And that's really what I want to do at the end of the day is just you know make sure that what I'm doing is taken seriously and going to new heights. You know. All right. Well, yeah. Speaking on that too. Also, I was listening to your album today or one of your albums, Trap. Yeah that uh the title is trap which you know is most people would associate with trap music right mm-hmm. you know the subgenre of you know selling coke whatnot. or the dope spot the dope the, spot the trap <laughs> but you have it as television and radio are poison yes which to me is like so dope you know like <laughs> i was you. telling you before the show i need one of those yes, shirts man that is I got so crazy you. i got you but what inspired that man i was i think reality tv i have to thank reality tv you know, mm. I don't know how how big y'all are into Ratchet TV, but um, not big at all. No. But my roommate is a little cel- scrappy's my hero. But. Oh, work! <laughs> <laughs> About to put the paws on him. <laughs> you know it. So <laughs> when um my roommate 
is a, a celebrity gossip blogger, and so mm-hmm. therefore he interviews a lot of these people that are on reality TV shows. Wow. And uh, yeah, and um, and so <laughs> yo, you need a reality TV show yeah. of your so house, of your house <laughs> for sure. Yo, for sure. It's it's crazy, like the dichotomy, like yes. the, the big the big shift people with, I would from one bedroom to, to the other. That. It's like he comes out like, yo, I just got this interview with Erica Mena, and I'm like, who's <laughs> that? <laughs> Like he's like super hyped about this stuff, and I'm just like, who are these people? You're like, I'm happy for you, but who is that? I don't understand. I don't understand. He's like, man, (laughs) is she gonna give me ten thousand hits today? You know, like, and he's like super excited about it, and you know, that's and when I saw that, and I just saw how not just him, but how like he knows that everyone is going to get into this stuff. Like everybody loves to see drama on the screen and believe that it's real. They're like, man, these people got problems just like me. And so, and I was just like, man, shame on the TV producers for even putting this stuff on television. And shame on us for watching it. I was going to say it's a chicken or an egg type of situation. Absolutely. I can't fall. I mean, because, you know, once in a while, I'll, I'll flip onto it and I'm like, I can't stop. You know what I mean? Like you just can't turn it off. But, uh, it is a chicken or the egg thing, and I was just like, man, this is this is poisonous. And I think I said poison, and um, and I was listening to one of my homies mixtape, and he was doing some trap stuff, like uh, like EDM kind of trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and I was going to Europe at that time, and Europe uh, trap music is really big out there now. And um, and he was like, you should make a trap album. And I was like, man, if I made a trap album, it'll be the reverse of trap. Yes. And then that's what instantly made me start thinking, like, what would I name it? <laughs> and then it came up. It was television and radio are poison. And um, I released it last year, uh, late last year, uh, as an EP. And it's been it's been like some of my favorite stuff to release because it's on like today's type of production, mm-hmm. but talking about like some real stuff. Most you know definitely. I mean? And that's what I felt like we need. And so many of my my, my friends, my family, my you know MCs I respect uh, are kicking really dope messages and that need to be heard. However. They're, they're doing it on like some 92 style production mm. and it's like there's nothing wrong with that but unfortunately you're not going to grab the ear yeah. of the right people if you're not sounding like what's you know what's current you know hip-hop production goes through phases and you know i heard kanye say once in an interview about his albums he was like my albums are a time capsule of that moment yeah of that moment sound yeah. you know so therefore they're going to sound differently. You know, they're mm-hmm. like, well, why are you working with this guy now? Why you got T-Pain? I think it was that question. It was like, why is T-Pain on this? He's like, because T-Pain's hot. Like, this yeah. is the <laughs> this is the time capsule right. of what's going on at that moment. Like, T-Pain was the dude at that time. So, therefore, I feel like that's what the music should be. You know, it should always reflect the times. And if, you know, if it's 808s and no bass lines and d- triple time high hats, then, you know, that's what it has to be. As long as you're not compromising the message, you know what I'm saying? And that's that's what the trap album was about. And it was it was a lot of fun. Some of my most fun stuff to put together. You can you can kind of flex your creative muscles a little bit when you're doing something totally different. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. you can you can feel free to take a risk when you know that it's something that's uh, unexpected. You right, know what I mean? Right, you you right. feel you feel so much less pressure, you know, when you're doing something unexpected. Well, you already touched upon it just a, a brief moment ago, but do you think just in general the current state of nerdcore or, or chip-hop, if you will, is mm-hmm. it on a growth pa- growth uh, a path? Is it is it kind of stagnant? Do you think that it's trying to change with the times or Oh, what? it's better than ever right now because mm-hmm. when, when I heard about it, it was me and MC Front a lot, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. And a couple of, like, really just, just like, less than stellar quality MCs who were like, 
I code on computers. Mm. And I use routers, not routers. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, they, it, it sounded like that. So, but, I mean, now you got guys that are just, you know, highly, you know, and, and uh, in tune, I would say. In yes. tune to what, what dope rap sounds like. And, I mean, I hope it's because they're studying, you know, the greats, you know. And I feel like that's what Nerdcore, I thought, didn't have in the beginning is guys didn't have enough, I guess, respect or reverence for the culture. You know, they were just like, I'm making anti-rap. And like, you know what I mean? It's like, no, this is rap. It's not anti-rap, it's rap. Like, you need to know, study the the, mm-hmm. the greats, you know what I mean? Study Big Daddy Kane and, right. you know, guys, Slick Rick, with you know, storytelling and things like that. And um and improve. And I think that's happening now. Like, there's, there used to be, like I said, there's two or three, but now there's just like a huge amount of them. Um, Dr. Awkward is doing some amazing stuff. Uh, Tribe One. Adam Warrock, Sky Blue, uh, Samus. I'm about to say Samus. Um, I got awesome. a huge shout out to Samus. She's like my rap sis, I call her. Because, like, you know, she's doing stuff that's intelligent. She's producing her own stuff. And she's making her own lane. And I, I really, really respect it. So there's so many folks. Like now, you know, there's there's probably quadruple the amount of there was. So it's on a, it's on an upswing, definitely. And I put that stuff up against what's what's hot in the mainstream any day. Like conceptually even production-wise these days. And there's a global element to it, too. I mean, people play mm-hmm. Final Fantasy all o- all over the world, and people, you know, there's gamers all over the world. Obviously, there's hip-hop fans all over That's the world. That's a good point. I was just in Paris, and um, and I was like, uh, they, it was a language barrier when I was playing the show, and I was like, they're not going to understand what I'm saying. And I was just like, I played this game one time called Final Fantasy VII, and they all were like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, her. Five Fantasy Seven, yeah, Five Fantasy Seven. No, but um, (laughs) and once I, yeah, the the cheap pop, and so once I played the Final Fantasy Seven track, you're right, it's so global where they were just like, oh, this is great, you know, and they were into it. I mean, have you have you have you played in Japan yet? Yes, I've been to Japan three times. Oh wow, enough to say. Um, last time was this spring, and uh, Tokyo especially is great Mm. for chip tunes. I don't know if you guys are familiar with what chip tunes is. But um, the chip tunes is when you use the actual sound cards and chips from a Nintendo or a Game Boy and create new new music with new it. New music with the sounds. Yeah. Me, I add lyrics on top of stuff like that, so it's chip hop, you know what I mean? Mm. But um, a lot of those guys aren't using doing lyrics. They're just kind of making sounds that sound like they would have been in a video game in the 80s, but it's all new and original. So it's a really fascinating uh, world. And so the chip scene in, in Tokyo is humongous, like, I've, I've played some of the biggest shows I've ever played in my life in Tokyo and like just having their energy, you know, they're just like boundless because mm. I think they're kind of a tightly wound society anyway, like very tight, you know, like uptight, stand straight, go to work, come back home. Be perfect. So when, be perfect. And when they get the chance to let loose, right? like they're partying all night long, like, I mean, until 7 a.m. getting the next train and going right back to work like yeah. <laughs> crazy stuff you know that's probably every day in new york though but yeah. <laughs> it's like that in korea big time i was there for yeah. a while yeah okay. really yeah yeah i, was I didn't know you were in korea yeah that's yeah. dope How you was learn it? something new about me every day i know Chico-Lia. for real wow. <laughs> wow have you been to korea i have not south korea yeah, wow let's make a distinction <laughs> yeah no i figured you weren't in north korea i guessed all right fan bros we got a lot more show coming up but we're gonna take a quick break right here and we'll be back with more mega Ring. What's up, Internets? This is Chico Leo. You want to follow Fan Bros on SoundCloud? Like us on Facebook? And subscribe on iTunes, Chico. Exactly. Word up. Thanks for saying that, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> 
And welcome back, fan bros. I hope you've been enjoying this episode as much as I have. We have Mega Ran in the house talking about his career, everything that's going on with him in the world. And, you know, I got a bit of a serious question right now for you. All right. I just want to know, how do you feel about people of color being portrayed in the nerdy genres, like in the video games and movies and television? You know, how does nerdcore reflect this? Hmm. I, I have a big problem with it. And uh, and because of that, I've um, I've started a little bit of a collective called the NPC Collective, which is the nerdy people of color. Ah, not the um, non-player character. Nice. Now, now think right. about what an, an NPC, the non-player character. Yes. For so long, you know, people of color have played the background and been bit players yes. in this. So I feel like, um, you know, we wanted to create a safe space for them. Samus is down. Um, my boy Richie Branson. Uh, Sky Blue. There's so many folks. And not just rappers but i wanted to get people of color who are in positions of you know of somewhat of an enviable position in life there's a professional wrestler xavier woods who's from the wwe can you tell him to hurry up and answer my email so he can be on the show all right thank you i tried to get him on a show as well he was like yo i gotta clear everything with with wwe so Uh, you know how that goes but um yeah man uh i met him at a show he's like yo man like i was so good to meet you and i was like what and so <laughs> i start rapping he's in the front row singing every word and i was just like what? what's happening right now wow. this is crazy like you know he's just he's a super supporter and at the same time he's in a and he's in a very esteemed position being a wwe wrestler so it's like uh he's down with it he writes his essays and things like that about his experiences mm-hmm. and he goes through that same thing man where you're you're forced to kind of uh, accept a role, you know, and especially in wrestling. If you are any sort of a wrestling fan, you know oh that Lord. people of color have typically <laughs> played some really whack characters. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? You got the pimps and the the, the gospel preachers. And I'm looking the, at your whole person of Booker T right now. Like, oh. <laughs> listen, Booker listen. T. I Leave love him Booker alone. T. He's a legend, though. But I love you know him. what? He's Definitely legend. a legend. Yes. Legend. I want to know why they called their tag team Harlem Heat when they both had obvious Southern accents. <laughs> But you know what? You're black, so you must be black. You got to be from Harlem. (laughs) Like, seriously, like, we're Southern. Like, that's very obvious. (sighs) Anyway, but, yeah, so you know how it goes. And it's the same thing in in hip-hop, but I look at it, it's almost the reverse in uh, in nerdcore. Like, people of color are severely underrepresented. Oh, yes. You know, not just just black people, but, you know, any race other than white seems to be uh, almost absent. Mm. So someone told me I'm like the reverse Eminem, which is hilarious. Cause like I, I and I started trying to think of the the parallel and how he would call me the reverse Eminem, but like I, I guess I can kind of see what he's trying to say. I'm not getting it, so you're gonna have to explain that to the listeners. All right, so in nerdcore, like everybody's white and like uh-huh. and they're dominating. Ah, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like black guy comes in, you know, kind of rooted in some hip hop stuff and pretty dope if i do say so myself and then no, or at least you know good <laughs> enough to make people like what they're saying and and, and instantly kind of skyrockets you know what ah, i mean okay and so i think that's what, what they he were was waiting for the real at. basically yeah, maybe you know and that's that's, that's uh, no the, shots the reverse eminem or the the macklemore effect maybe in the reverse where you know a guy comes out and you look like the people who are into what you're, you know, into the music. Mm-hmm. So therefore, they relate to you and they gravitate towards you, which is a very like he natural. must have more credibility. Yeah, they're like, oh, he's a real rapper because he's black, you know, which is <laughs> mad racist, but still, <laughs> that might be how they feel. Can I have some of that water? But um, thank you, sir. Now, uh, but yeah, it's it's a it's a definitely a, a, a real thing. Like it happens, and um, 
I don't know. I, I'm really not pleased in general with the with the role of African-Americans and particularly in a lot of things I love in hip hop and in nerd culture, like in general, like I feel like we're we're accepting some really weak roles and I think it needs to change. Um, Especially but, with robots. They're robot. We've spoken about robots oh, of color robots, on this show. Yeah. Well, just robots of color in general. And robots are never robots and androids are never people of color or portrayed as you know, it's like they're well, we mentioned cyborg in, in but the future, well, what right? Mean, what do you mean portrayed as people of color, like played by a played people? Right. Well, talking about like yeah, movies or TV shows. There was the Transformers bots. Didn't y'all like hey, those? Hey, no, hey, that's hey, yeah, no, you didn't exactly. Like, you didn't like that with, with their gold, <laughs> riff their gold, with the gold, no. with the gold team. Yeah, you didn't, yeah. You went into that, ah, and they were illiterate. No, <laughs> no, no. But but in general, I mean, it's like you know, and 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 I can't even think of any black aliens. Although they must they must exist. I mean, the brother from another planet. The brother from another planet and the Klingons wow. are the only homeboys in outer space. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I'm so mad. The Klingons are black. <laughs> uh, hey, Darth Vader is black to me because it's James Earl Jones. Word, that's true. Always, <laughs> he's always gonna be black to me. Yeah, yeah. Captain Cisco, he's black. But anyway, um, so but he's from Earth. He's not a he's right. Not right an he's alien. not alien, but. Yeah. But he is. He's the dopest. Yeah. Well, and certainly on the dopest Star Trek. Anyway, if he's not the dopest captain, he's definitely on the dopest Star Trek. So mm-hmm. you may mention, you know, like all, you're not pleased with just the the portrayal or or the inclusion or or lack thereof. I think it's getting better, but yeah. overall, yeah, not pleased. Um. So imagine, you know, someone gave you the keys and said, "Hey, we want you to put on a show on Adult Swim. It could be about whatever. It could be about your music. It could be about any genre. What would you think you would create mm. with that space?" Wow, I would make uh, a story about an Asian female crime fighter. It would just be something so out there where it's just something that we've never seen before. Um, And it would be, you know, just thinking an example of the most underrepresented I see, Asian female lesbian or something like that. (laughs) And like... You know, and that's just, like a great name for the show right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Asian yeah. female lesbian <laughs> coming soon to Adult Swim. Um, but yeah, I would, I would, you know, build the narrative, of course. And um, but yeah, like have her be a, you know, just going through life, kind of ostracized for who she is and, and struggling with who she is because of the way people are are mm-hmm. treating her. But at the same time, be a hero that the entire world needs, and mm-hmm. therefore everyone has to to respect and to appreciate her differences that's what i would say it's almost like i was listening to hannibal burris comedy on the way up here and um he was talking about catching a cab in new york which i've now experienced which is a hard thing but um he was like he he held on to the the handle of the door and the guy pulls off and he kept holding on and running along (laughs) and he was like i don't know what i was thinking like i'm gonna just catch up and the guy's gonna be like wow Get in. You're so fast. I'm not, even, <laughs> I'm not even racist anymore. You're so fast. You know, <laughs> like as when he said that, like everybody cracks up and then like he he throws in this really subtle thing. He's like also probably said by a lot of college football fans. Oh. <laughs> like, he's so fast. I'm not even wow. racist anymore. You know what I mean? So like <laughs> That's that's tough. But yeah, it's, it's a tough one. But but yeah, like, you know, in that situation like, man, you know, it's 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 hard to to get your cab in New York, and I'm gonna I'm leave it at that. <laughs> to say the least, to say the least. Oh gosh. So, so um, what's next for Mega Ran? What's the next big project you got coming? Oh man, I'm doing so many things right now. Um, this is probably my last tour of the year, so I can sit at home and and just kind of recharge the batteries, work on some new music. Um, 
I'm putting out a joint project with uh, some brothers from Michigan called The Regiment, who make a very positive hip hop with an underground kind of feel to it. Um, in fact, the first single should be coming out tomorrow. It's called Kung Fu Treachery, and it is a uh, tribute, <laughs> tribute to. <laughs> Black if you know, I'm about to say, if you know mm-hmm. that term, mm-hmm. then you got to know what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite movies, like ever. I could play that movie front to yes. back and know everywhere. <laughs> Split it down the middle twice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So you're a fan of the cartoon too. Oh, big time. The cartoon is just off the hook, though. I mean, the movie's amazing. The cartoon, they take that thing to another level. Like, it's to 12. Yes. But uh, it's it's great, though. But, yeah, it's, it's a tribute to that, just kind of in general, just a, you know, an homage to the, the kung fu flicks that we watched back in the day. Uh, so that'll be hitting, probably hitting the blocks tomorrow. So be on the lookout for that at Megaran.com. Nice, nice. Plug. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're going to give you plenty of time to plug. Um, I think now we should go into the... Yeah, it's that time. You know, yeah. at Fan Bros, long-time listeners, you know what time it is. Yeah. It's time for the Brap segment. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. <laughs> With his thimble of water. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, Black Panther or Power Man? Ooh. Dang, that's a tough one. Right off the bat, I yo. know. Come off on, man. The bat. Black Panther, I'm gonna say, All but right. it's close, man. That's close. All right. Falcon or War Machine? War Machine. These are tough. Come on. <laughs> Listen. Okay, like movie versions, or like Any what are we version. going? Any version? Just overall. This is overall. All overall. Okay. I thought Falcon's kind of weak, so I'm gonna go with War Machine. Hmm. <laughs> All right. All right. Magneto or Professor X? I'm much more of a Professor X myself. So uh, I got to say the professor. Uh, Nino Brown or Scarface? <laughs> uh, Nino. Got to be. <laughs> uh, Martin or Cosby Show? Man. I'm going to say the Cosby Show. Um, you know what? No, no. I'm going to say Martin for me because... It was more influential to my my upbringing and my, okay. my time. Yeah. Okay. The big one. Yeah. Star Wars or Star Trek? Oh, mega, man. Mega, 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 ran, random, whatever yeah. what name you want me to call you right now. <laughs> if you answer this in the way I think you're going to answer it, we're going to be friends for life. No, oh, boy. But if you don't. And if I don't, are we enemies for life? <laughs> oh, I'll still follow you on Twitter. All right. Okay. <laughs> jeez. Oh, man. <laughs> Pressure. All right. See, no, it's no wrong or right okay. answer. You I can't, answer I can't even preface it, but you say Star Wars or Star Trek. Yes. It's a difficult you know what? question. I only like three of the movies in each series, so oh. I will say Star Wars. Of course you will. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I got to say Star See, Wars. See, I, I didn't even have to put any pressure. Tatiana tries to put See? all this extra pressure she, yeah. on him. And, and, and she tries to do this with every guest, and it's just like <laughs> it's a fail. Look, we Star Wars. Is it always Star Wars? Damn, like, damn no, near it, like eighty five percent. Majority, yeah, it's majority. No, 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 that's fine. We're still even though the last three movies were not. That I don't think it's eighty five. I think it's more like seventy thirty. Yeah. It's pretty close. Yeah. It's, right, seventy thirty. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, but I'm not mad at you. That's fine. Thank you. I'm fair. All right. <laughs> Gary Coleman or Emmanuel Lewis? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my That's God. That's 
actually not a question. But, but go for it. I go. I'm it. going Gary Coleman because of the cheeks. I had those right. cheeks when I grew up, and um, and <laughs> my mom would pinch those cheeks. That that's I, so I, wrong. man, they called me Gary Coleman when I was young. So. Oh man, that's even worse. <laughs> um, The Wire or Breaking Bad? Dang, it was like the two greatest shows ever. Exactly. Um, ever. I'm gonna say it. Breaking Bad because it ended with much more fulfillment. Mm. But mm. I love The Wire. But Breaking Bad. All right. Good answer. Your favorite film? Hmm. Of all time. There's a couple, but uh, my favorite right now is Casino. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Great one. <laughs> uh, now, this might be a little tough. Favorite video game? Wow, that's really tough. Um, <laughs> for that you, changes a lot, but uh, yeah. you probably think I'm gonna say Mega Man, but I'm actually not. Uh, um, for you, we'll 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 <laughs> add on to that. You can have an old school pick and a new school pick. All right, okay. Super Mario Three old is school. my favorite of all time in the old school department. New school, Final Fantasy Seven. Mm-hmm. I right. play it like once a year still. All right. Does that count as new school? Or you mean like current gen? No, that's new school. Yeah, that's definitely, yeah, yeah. you can yeah. put that in new school. All right, okay. <laughs> What's your favorite comic book or book? Um, Spider Man. But right now, I'm huge into Saga. I don't know if you guys yes. Saga. Saga is incredible. Incredible. Latest issue it's came amazing. out today. Today? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. We were just at a comic book store in Ohio yesterday. Nice. And um, I picked up. What did I pick up? East of West. I don't know if you've seen yeah, that. Yeah, of course. It's great. I, I'm not. I'm, I will what? Get into, You're not we'll into get, it? It's <laughs> <laughs> the comic book guy here. Yes. Uh, uh, so mm. I'm only on the first book, but I'm liking it. I like. I think I read the first three so far. That's cool. Okay. Um, favorite TV show? I don't watch TV. Television's poison, man. Oh, true. <laughs> indeed. Hey, hey, that works. Too. Loving hip hop. <laughs> Detroit. I, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> no, but um, Detroit. <laughs> we'll go with that. That would be great. No, I don't watch TV. But in, back in the day, yeah. like a, t- a show that I rushed home to catch um, was, jeez, there was a couple, but I'm gonna say GI Joe. All right, <laughs> real choice. American hero. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, who would you cosplay as? Oh, this is easy. Um, Barrett Wallace of Final Fantasy Seven. Oh I don't yeah, know if you know that guy. He's the a black big guy. black dude with a gun <laughs> on his arm. The the tank of the of the. Of the I would group. be him, or I would be Akuma from Street Fighter. Nice. Akuma was That's dope. dope. All right. <laughs> dope, dope. I like that. What's your favorite Wesley Snipes movie? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was the uh, Passenger Fifty Seven? Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's the one. That keeps coming up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Always wow. bet on black. Yeah, uh, that's the line, man. Yeah. Have y'all seen the new Expendables? No, because he's in that right. Yeah. Which one? Uh, 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 uh. Expendables three. Yeah. No, three. no, yeah. I know. Once he's he said the one the, he's the in, the Brofest. No, uh, they messed it up. No. Let's just say that. Really? Oh, man. All right. No. And last but not least, if you could have any one superpower, what would it be? Mm. I would want telekinesis. Yeah, I want to move stuff with my mind. All right. It's a good one. All right. Well, that's it. You survived the brap segment. Oh, man. That was tough. Yeah. <laughs> Put me through the gauntlet there. Yeah, that was what <laughs> happens. Elf needs food badly. <laughs> so let's take another quick break. We'll be right back. We got all the news of the week. Mega Ranch will stay here, you know, add us a little bit of commentary. So we'll be right back with some more fan bars. <laughs> 
This is Jojo from Trendsetters, and when I'm not reading comics or playing video games, I'm listening to Fan Bros. And welcome back, Fan Bros. Hope you've been enjoying this show. I keep saying that when I know you're enjoying this show because this is Fan Bros Show, the best voice show of the urban geek, the best show ever, the only podcast in the universe. And we've got more news coming at you right now. First up, man, you know, me and, you know, this is a fan bro's favorite around here, True Detective. Yeah. You know, we've been bigging this up since the very first episode of the very first season. The season two is coming soon. They've added two of the main cast members to the show. Now, Vincent Vaughn and... I can't even get through Colin it be- because Tatiana's is giving me this look over I here. I did give him the side eye. Listen, I listen. I don't like that combination. Okay, first of all, to let everyone know, <laughs> Vince Vaughn is playing a villain on the show this year, and Colin Farrell is playing one of the cops. So it's not. Do the- you believe Vince Vaughn when he plays anyone bad? When has Vince Vaughn ever played? That's my bad? point. Yeah, well, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I he have, was in, he was in a movie called Something Pigeons right. where he was a serial killer, and he was actually really good in that. Ah, was he? Yeah, he was. Okay. I mean, it was it was in one of the. Can two he really or three play movies. serious? Well, can he play the straight man? Like, can he? Yeah, I mean, it was. I think yeah. he's a good I actor. Think he I, think can, I think he can pull it off. I think he's gonna do what Matthew McConaughey did. Yes. Okay. I think the casting. I think it's exactly like the Doctor Who casting. I think it's a decent, safe casting. It would have been much doper if they had cast a woman or a person of color, color. or both. Yeah. But we. But we still if don't have for white guys, yet. like it's a decent, you know, if they want to be safe and you know whatever, it's a decent casting. We we don't have both cops yet though, so one of That's the cops true. could still be a person of true. color, right? So you know, or a woman. So right. you know, we can still hold out a hope for that. Now, I don't have a problem with Vincent Vaughn as much as I have a problem with. Colin. Yeah, Colin <laughs> Farrell, and that's mainly due to his, you know, home video. That was released a few years ago. What are you watching, man? Judge fucking... No, I'm trying to change the channel. Put on some porn first? I fucking live on porn. What are you talking about? You all know that. You, <laughs> you know you you know the home video that came out a few years ago and um, where he was engaged in some extracurricular activities. Uh, and it could have been I extraterrestrial. Didn't, I, didn't, <laughs> right. I didn't just hear that, though. <laughs> you did just hear I didn't that. just hear that. Yes. yes, he was referring he didn't say that. to his woman's oh. nether regions as that beautiful black bastard. Right. So I've never, yeah, after Whoa. that, yeah, I just. <laughs> <laughs> it, it Nigger has that way. It, it kind of just ruined him for all time, you know, for me. So I don't know. You know, maybe he can pull off the Matthew McConaughey in this, too, and you know, deliver an amazing performance. Hopefully better than that ju- that one that you just heard because, That yeah, was appalling. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's disturbing. So True Detective Season 2. I think that the first season is lightning in a bottle. I think the combination of the acting, the writing all being done by one person, the directing all being done by one person, I don't think you're going to be able to duplicate that. They're not using the same director. It's going to be written by the same person throughout the whole se- uh, season, but... Without one unifying director, I don't know. We'll see, but just not that, you know, blown away about it. Uh, I think that's it for TV news. We talked about Gotham already. We talked about uh, the other show, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. debuting on. Yeah, it's the other show. I said, man. Look, Marvel has their movies. You know, they're just not going to make it within the TV world. Not just yet. You know, so we, yeah. DC's TV, Marvel's film. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's, that's short forte. shorthand. But I feel like, yeah, yeah. Um, well, speaking of some film news, 
Michael K. Williams, amongst every other black <laughs> actor <laughs> in Hollywood, <laughs> wants to play the Black Panther right now. So, <laughs> yeah. See, I just think he's a little old. That would, I mean, oh, yeah. and, and is also yeah, not you gotta uh, be obviously Diesel. No, but um, you can become <laughs> Diesel, but the right. old part. Yeah. yeah, I don't, and I and and especially if you want it to be a franchise. Yeah, and uh, you know. He, now again, I mean, you know, T'Challa has a father, T'Chaka, right? We, or, we've like cast everyone in, right. in in the role of T'Chaka, but like right. nobody exactly. in the role of T'Challa. <laughs> like, there's just, you know, yeah, it needs to be a younger person. I'm sorry, Michael K. Williams. Uh, also, Idris Elba won't be Luke Cage, which is another one where I'm just like, sorry, Idris, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't see it, like. You know, no, I see him as James Bond, not Luke Cage. Yeah, definitely. Yes, and he yeah. definitely wants to be Luke Cage. I mean, James Bond, but Luke Cage is not happening for him. They still haven't announced who's to play Luke Cage yet, though. So you know, we'll see. But I don't know, Black Panther. They need to make an announcement soon. Maybe New York Comic Con. I'm hoping. Hopefully, you know, we can find out some more news. Something like yeah. give us something Marvel. Yeah, it would be nice for them to confirm the movie because you know, at this point, the it's all speculation, and yeah. everybody's like, you know, yeah. But didn't Stan Lee say it was going to happen? Stan Lee says all kinds. Stan Lee, of, shot his mouth all type of stuff come out his mouth. <laughs> Stan Lee's old. He, <laughs> he says things. Yeah. <laughs> they be like, oh, Stan. Stan yeah. is like, yeah. like the guy on the street is like, well, I heard that. That I'm like, Stan, <laughs> shut up, Stan. You guys are talking about the most influential. An important American writer of we're the 20th century. We're also talking about we're also talking about Stanley of 2014 that That's doesn't true. have any real power. 92, and we're also talking. about- I still respect the man, the, but yeah. he doesn't yeah. he doesn't call the shots anymore. Let's be real. No, we're not. talking about the biggest huckster since P.T. Barnum right. in American history, too. Yeah. Right. So you know, let's <laughs> let's be for real. He's trying to hype it up. Speaking of something that has been confirmed, yeah. the Deadpool movie is now confirmed for 2016. Are they going to sew his mouth shut this time? Again? I, ho I hopefully doubt it. Yeah, um, let's not. Idiots. Um, Ryan Reynolds is still attached. I don't know if he's. You his, know. his whole career was based on Deadpool. <laughs> you do know that. His whole career is based on Deadpool. That's all he knows. That's all he got. <laughs> That's all he got. Oh, my God, man. Green Lantern didn't work out for me. Like, please. That's please. all he got. Um, yeah, Safe, yeah. Safe House was pretty good. Okay, so this <laughs> yes, Deadpool confirmed for 2016. Um, right now, there's a lot of dissension over whether it's going to be PG-13 or R-rated. Obviously, everyone who knows about Deadpool is like it has to be R-rated. I mean, he's that that guy. You know, I almost call him the R-rated superstar. That is not <laughs> Deadpool. That is That's in wrestling. Edge, That's but it edge. works. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, but at the same time, PG-13 is a sweet spot for studios in terms of audience and 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 um, money. Mm -hmm. So, eh, who knows? Who knows? But right now, like I said, back and forth about that. But it's still up in the air. But the Deadpool movie is definitely coming, and Ryan Reynolds might be doing it again. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Can they do that? Yeah. But, but can they do that? Like, Not that he can play it again, but technically he played it. He did yeah, play it. Yeah, but I think... I mean, it was the wrong version, but technically he did. No one remembers that. No. That he yeah. played it. Yeah, nobody it was even, very forgettable. Nobody even like, thinks of that character as Deadpool, yeah. other than like real fans, you right. know? Yeah. Even yeah. like Deadpool fans probably, you know, if they're not like that super big movie, they're not going to know. Yeah. What do you think about, real quick, the, um, the rumor, or at least that I've heard speculation that the the people who leaked that that bit of footage like did it just so that they could create this viral buzz. Oh, I think that was oh, absolutely intentional. And yeah. like 
was ready for it to go and it just you know and it just worked yeah and, and a genius move it was brilliant the, yeah definitely the timing everything was like right at the comic-con mm-hmm. like it yeah. was brilliant yeah definitely because <laughs> i watched it and i you know i'm not the biggest deadpool fan of all time i like some of his comics mm-hmm. but definitely after i saw that i was like yeah dope you know it looks good they could pull this off so you know it worked out for them and like we said it's really working out for ryan reynolds <laughs> uh also brian singer has been confirmed, confirmed for X-Men Apocalypse. You happy about this? I could really care less. I liked, uh, I thought that the latest one was his best X-Men movie so far. Yeah, I've I never agree. been the one who thought X-Men 2 was like the greatest movie of all time, like most people seem to think it is. Which it wasn't. No, and so, I, you know, it's cool. I still think First Class is still my favorite one. So mm-hmm. I like, um, I think Matthew Vaughn directed that. Matthew Vaughn, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I still like that one more, but, you know, it'll work. It should be in the 80s. I think this could be the best X-Men movie ever, just because the 80s X-Men were just some of the, you know, silliest, most ridiculous stuff. And if they continue this trend and do 90s X-Men next, <gasps> That's oh where my, my heart God. is. That's yeah. my, the Fox yes. show, that's, that's the my pouches, heart. The pouches, you know, the big guns. <laughs> yeah. oh, Robert Layfield <laughs> yes. in the building. Yes. I, yeah. I, I would like to see Gambit, oh, a real yeah. attempt at Gambit this time. Um, they're okay. recasting all the X-Men because yeah. it's going to be them in the 80s, so they'll be young. Right. So. I mean, that's Gambit's bad right there. I mean, you got that the, the hair going on, you know. True. And, and everything about him is... Leather trench coat. Yeah. Yeah, very mm-hmm. 80s. You got to do it right, man. So uh, that's what we actually asked, you know, on the Twitter today, on Fanbro Show at the Twitter. The Twitter. The Twitter. <laughs> we want to know, you know, who would you cast as Storm? You know, you know, you know what you're doing. Don't do this. I'm opening it up. Don't do this. You know, <laughs> you know what happens when you do that. I mean, let's make it the question of the week. Who <laughs> would the fan bros cast as Storm? Well, Amber Rose has some time now in her hands. <laughs> <laughs> she has blue eyes, too, doesn't she? Or close. I mean, you know, hey, you know. I just want to see Storm Mega with, the mohawk, out for the count. with the mohawk out for the count. And, the, and the leather outfit. That's you just want to see Amber Rose <laughs> in a mohawk <laughs> and a leather yeah. outfit. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't Lord. be mad at that casting. <laughs> Not at all. Um, yeah, is that it for film news? Oh, they, they, they released some images from Taken 3, if you're interested. Yeah, that's it for film news. <laughs> <laughs> I have a special set of skills <laughs> to keep making these <laughs> To rehash the same story over and over again. <laughs> Yo, take it to Real, one of the gonna, worst. He's movies. gonna run Real out of relatives. So yeah. who's taking in this one? Who's right. getting taken? I heard. Wait, the dog. Wait, <laughs> the do- listen, his daughter was taken first, then his wife's family was taken next, yep. or then someone else, someone else's family was taken. I, I heard thought. that he wouldn't sign on if there was a kidnapping in this one. So it's like they. Really? I don't know. But how what's I, the point? It's called taking. What are you taking? Like bread? Like what are you taking? <laughs> <laughs> are you stealing something from the corner store? Like, what do you? Ta- what is? Gets, what has been taken? He gets carjacked. Maybe he gets uh, what's <laughs> maybe identity theft. <laughs> like I said, that's he, it for. He film used news. his credit card at Home Depot within the last six months. Good one, Chico. Good one, Chico. Oh God! All right, yeah. So that's it for film news, folks. And you know what time it is? It's time for my favorite segment of the week: comics I copped. Oh, yeah, boy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you've been a regular reader of fanbros.com, and you should be, we have a new look to our site. It's amazing, dope, all kind of freshness. You need to go check it out. I like it. I, like I dropped it a, a review of one of my favorite comics, yeah? Chew, on there today. Yes. Yes. I read that today. Yes. Issue 43 is in stores now. You can go read it there. Um, also, this week, I picked up Multiversity 2 by Grant Morrison. Uh 
It's the second issue of an eight-issue series by DC. I've read both issues. I have no idea what's going on. Wait, 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 wait. Generally, two issues. Two issues into any Grant Morrison thing, you have no idea what's going on. I've read whole Grant Morrison series, and I had no idea what's going on. But you want to still read. Oh, it's amazing. That's the best part. It's like, I have no clue what's really going on. Each issue features, well, the first and the last issue are going to be like bookends, where they have, um, they're going to tell one story, and then every other issue in between it's gonna be the completely different stories okay. Yeah, in each issue. So this issue had Dop- a version of Dr. Fate. It has a bunch of versions of DC characters. But like Dr. Fate was like a black dude underneath the helmet. So alternate issue. versions. Oh, all kind of alternate versions. Okay. It was a dope-ass story. Uh, uh, Vandal Savage shows up. Right. Uh, the, another Immortal Man. Dope. I mean, it's Grant Morrison. It, pick it up. Multiversity. But I, I can't tell you what the hell is going on <laughs> or what it's all about, but I love it. Um, But, yo, Mega Ram, since we have you here right now, yeah. what, what are you reading right now? Oh, uh, man. I just picked up the second trade of East from West. East yes, of West. East of West. And I'm um, really digging that. Hickman. Um, huge into Saga. Um, yes. I'm, like, patiently waiting for that one. Uh, I still read uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. Okay. I got into the Miles Morales hype and yeah. um, on the train, and I haven't got off yet, so I'm still reading that. And I'm reading Batwoman. I just nice. got the new, what oh, is good. it, some reissue they did with a hologram cover. I just picked that up. I haven't read it yet. But the Batwoman story is dope. Like, that's my favorite of the new 52. Okay, yeah. I've been, I, I, is Gail, Gail Simone writing that? or who? Yeah. Gail yeah, is yeah, writing. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. I believe she's co-writing, but she she's also, she is right. writing that. Mm-hmm. Nice, yeah. Uh, to all fans out there, Saga, I think you finally read the first trade. I finally read, read it. It's a maze. It is. It is a maze. Brian I mean, Vaughn. Yeah. Man. Even if you're not like a huge comic fan, I would really suggest you read this. It's just the artwork, from the artwork to the direction to the tone and pacing, it's just phenomenal. And it's unlike anything you've probably ever seen. So uh, definitely yeah. check it out. I fully agree. Saga, and I was in uh, Bergen Street Comics a few weeks ago and we were talking about Saga. And they were like, yo, it outsells Batman. And I even read an article the other day where they wow. said the, the Walking Dead trades and Saga trades have driven up the graphic novel sales in general. Wow. Like that's how much they're moving issues or moving units right now. That's dope. I like the Walking Dead uh, a lot, the comic. Oh, yeah. Really I've, I've been a Walking Dead reader since you know day one. I was one of the people mm-hmm. who just saw it on the shelf. It's dope. So <laughs> definitely Walking Dead, Saga, latest issues in store. I think it's issue 23 just came out today. Check that out. Definitely go fanbros.com. Check out Chew. I I don't know if you've ever read uh, Chew Megaran. I haven't. Someone was just telling me about it yesterday. So it's I'm, epic, yo. It's, yeah, it's one of those books that it's like you. The premise is so simple and so weird, and then they just take it in every direction you can imagine. Really, yeah. I can't believe it was a year ago that we talked to the creators. At, I know Comic Con. Oh, yeah, that was a year ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, fifty weeks ago. Yep, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah. interviewed John Layman and Rob Guillory. You can also check that out on fanbros.com. The link is in my review. So, yeah, go to fanbros.com, check out the review of Chew. Mega Ran definitely recommends Saga, East of West, you know. Batwoman. Batwoman. A lot of good yeah. stuff out there right now. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's it for Comic Psychop. Then it's now time for my second favorite segment of the week. Tech Talk with Yes, your favorite segment, actually. It, it really is. I just try and fake it for him. Oh, um, Chica Leo loves this story. This story that came out today about um, anyone has an iPhone 6 or 6 Plus? No. Or getting it? Nah. No. No. It's a good thing mm. you, you don't let it cook for a while because a lot of people are complaining now that their iPhone 6 Plus is bending. 
it's bending like Beckham, apparently. See, you you never want to buy any <laughs> Apple product until the bugs. I mean, like literally, those people who wait online, like I don't under, I literally don't understand. And I'm an Apple person. Like I have an iPhone here, but I would never buy any Apple thing right right off the bat because there's always problems. There's always bugs. I'm there's never not been you know something. And and although the bending is obviously <laughs> new, yeah, yeah. I've been telling people. That's a new level. I've been telling people on Twitter for years and years and years. Let that first batch of software and hardware cook. You do not want that. Do not be first. Right. You yeah. don't want to be the Reddit first person. Like, it's just not good for you because, as you said, not just Apple, really, just technology in general. A lot of times when they're trying to get these immense amounts of product right. out, that, that first one is rushed. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of rush stuff that people are like, oh, we'll fix it later. The thing about Apple is what a lot of people don't realize is a lot of the Apple users, you know, myself included, we're like perpetual beta testers. Stuff isn't really done. <laughs> they kind of just give it to you at, at like 90% and then it's like, oh, there's a bug. Oh, you know, we'll <laughs> fix it. Sorry about that. So, yeah, um, some people iPhone 6 Plus are bending. Um, some of the people I think it's kind of idiotic. They have it in their pocket for like hours on end. I, the phone is pretty big, so I'm not sure what kind of jean pocket or whatever you got on but uh They're saying it's skinny jeans is causing it i don't understand <laughs> I, I tweeted that skin no skinny jeans are not for iphone 6 plus you can't apple will kill the skinny it's, jeans it's like i mean who else will be buying the first batch of iphone but hipsters oh of so course it's so appropriate Gosh. you know it's like so you know appropriate. What? apple's next product will be the i-gene <laughs> and um <laughs> coming this christmas <laughs> Thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, they um they sold ten million phones in 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 Dang. three days since the launch though, Eesh. and and that was over last year, oh, and and even quicker than last year. Yeah. So, but, you know, like I said, it, it's just them doing too much, too too fast, and here mm -hmm. we are. Um, also, what's messed up <laughs> about iOS? iOS eight came out uh yeah. before uh, last week but now the first update came out today ios 8.0.1 the problem with that is that has mad bugs <laughs> and not and, and the thing about it is this update was brought out to 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 fix the bugs that came out with the original you know the ios 8 mm -hmm. the problem with this is it's even worse it doesn't just fix some stuff it also breaks others it's particularly it shuts off your cell phone service so you can't get a signal whatsoever Wow. And and, and th there has been hundreds and hundreds of cases this happening. Um, in addition to that, um, there were mad reports of the Touch ID, your your fingerprint scan, if you have the 5S, of it just going kaput. Ooh, yeah. So you can't get into your phone. Right. So wow. so Apple today. Or use your phone as a phone. Right. <laughs> use your phone as a phone. Pretty exactly. So, so within a few hours that Apple released, the Apple yanked it off. They said. <laughs> Nah, we're going to bring Sorry that back. Right. We're going to bring that back. So Apple's not having a good week this I week. I accidentally uploaded uh, iOS 8. I um, I left my phone plugged into my laptop. Did I just cut off? I left no. it plugged into my laptop, and and it updated while I was asleep. And I'm like, no, <laughs> what are you doing? Stop. You must have that auto update on. I tried to stop it, and I, I think I have the new one now. You got that YouTube album? I don't like it. Um, No. Oh, you didn't have the auto? The auto no, I off? went to the site to learn how to take it off. Oh, <laughs> wow. And I did. Someone said they wish that Bono could get an individual email every time someone took it off their phone. Like, oh. that would be dope. Oh, <laughs> like, You'd have to ruin that email address. Like, just, you know, forget about that. Oh, that I sucks. wish they would. Yeah. Uh, Chico, though, I hear you have some 
actual tech news for us this yeah. week. Yeah. Well, all right. So as of, uh, was it last night or as of today, India has uh, has achieved, or, uh, they've got an orbiter going around Mars, which half the nations that have tried to have attempted that have actually failed. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure they're the first non-European, non-American country to do to do that and so they beat out the effort they beat out they beat out the soviets right you know they beat out like you said everybody right so the soviets you know were recently in the news because they had sent uh some geckos in space then they were they were filming they were trying to trying to see what would happen when the geckos had sex i, I will point out that it was one <laughs> male gecko and four female geckos Sadly, of course, all the, the, gecko geckos, party. the geckos did die. Oh, so oh. if the India had sent Blaze them, of glory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the way to go out. <laughs> so if India had sent them, maybe it would have worked out a little bit better. But India has actually achieved. Um, they have they have uh, <coughs> a spaceship orbiting Mars. I mean, that's some pretty serious sci-fi shit right there. I mean, come on. <laughs> and they did it on the cheap. And they did it on the cheap. Wow. So and And just the fact that also it's, you know, it's not... You know, it's not uh, you know America or no. It's a people European of color and, yeah. getting their spaceship around Mars. Right, you know? exactly. No so, conks in space, and they made it. Like right. I'm not mad at India at all. Right. So I I just thought that was that was a big uh, that was a big story. Word. Salutes to India. You know, congratulations to all you out there. The billions and billions. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's a lot of y'all. Right. You know? <laughs> big ups. All right, Chico, you know what time it is now. Time for my third favorite segment of the week. Oh, it's down to third favorite now. <laughs> <laughs> You've been demoted. Chico's pick of the week. Yes. Right. Yes. So I, I, I wanted to talk about a movie that I saw that, while it wasn't a great movie, I thought it was an interesting low-budget genre movie, and that's The Colony with uh, Lawrence Fishburne. It's, uh, it, 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 it takes place in, in, in a future, like a climate change future, which I'm, I'm sort of interested in. Yep. So it's definitely a future where everything is frozen and uh, on the surface, like the surface of Earth is like negative 50 degrees. So everyone lives basically in these little colonies underground. Like most people have died. And they're, they, the different colonies communicate with each other via radio. And when one of the colonies goes radio silent, the colony that's nearest them, and these colonies are small, I and mean, we're talking like, you know, 50 to 100 people each, mm-hmm. um, uh, basically sends out a rescue party to see to see what happened. Um, it, it, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, it's definitely, you, you've seen a lot of the tropes that are in there before. Right. But I thought they did a really good job of filming it like, like India going to Mars on, on the cheap. Like, I thought they did a good job mm-hmm. of... And it's got some good scares. I mean, obviously, you know, there's a. I mean, not to give away, you know. So the other colonies. Don't some, don't okay. don't ruin it for them. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's we're not, not doing yeah. spoiler alerts. Right. Yeah, let's okay. not ruin it. So Lawrence I, Fishburne. I, I, I definitely. Well, so he's the leader of the colony that sends out the, and he leads the rescue party, um, that goes to check out why why did the other colony because basically. They don't see each other, but they they're in contact and they yeah. talk to each other, yeah. and they might right. see each other once every couple of years, that kind of thing. And people are slowly dying off. There's some kind of disease, and and if you get the disease, uh, they kick you out of your colony. Like you have a choice of a bullet in the How head or getting sent out out into out into the into mm. the snow. Sound like a bullet? Yeah. 
Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, you know, you you've seen a lot of the tropes before, but for film, anyone who's out there, you know, who wants to make a genre movie, and it, no, it's definitely worth watching. I mean, I'm just, it's not, it's this is not Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, we wouldn't expect it to be right. <laughs> um, and so you said um, they did it on the budget akin to sending <laughs> the India Indian said, road, yeah. the Indian right. Well, order. you know, I think there's something something where so the colony. Um, you know, it's got it's got, you know, climate change is in the news, you know. Lawrence Fishburne is in the news. So, yep. you know, got we're, his new we're show all in Blackish. The news. Exactly. Which actually debuted tonight. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. Oh man, I hope I set my uh D V R for that. Yeah, mm. you know, hey, I'm a big fan of Fat Morpheus. I was just thinking, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but you did. No, but shout out to Lawrence Which Fishburne. Morpheus? He looks like he's slimmed down for the blackish, so you know, I'm happy to because yeah. you know mm. he needed to do that. You know, mm. got to take care of what ourselves. What if I told you I'm not Fat Morpheus? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so that's it for Fan Bro Show. Thank you, Mega Ram, for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. This has been amazing. Thank y'all. All right, let us let the fans know where they can find you at. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's easy. MegaRan.com, at MegaRan on the Twitters, uh, MegaRan on Facebook, or Random Beats on Instagram. There's this girl named Megan who took MegaRan from me. Oh, you can't pay her to take it back? I tried. She even had it in her like description, like I'm not Mega Ran the rapper. Don't tag me. (laughs) She's angry. You also have that Megalomania documentary. Yes, that's correct. The documentary is out now. You can go grab that on my site. Um, There's trailers all over YouTube. It's a 35 minute documentary by my man Michael Cardoza. It's about a trip I took on the West Coast with a live band. We played Pax Prime and a bunch of other really dope shows. And uh, it was my first experience with a band, so it was a lot of fun. And you get the whole Mega Ranch story all in one, you know, unique package. Mega Low Mania, yeah. Before you go, I have to ask you one really important question. All right. What do you call nerdcore groupies? Uh, noopies? No. no. <laughs> um, friends? Friends and family. <laughs> no, there's, nah, there's really not nerdcore groupies, but um, I don't know. I think most of my groupies are guys, and um, and it's just Ayo. guys. It's just guys that are, uh, no, I mean. Even in Japan? I mean, these are just like, I call them my family. Like, they're my friends and family. And, and, you know, they're just people that are a little bit too interested in what you're doing, you know. So what are you doing out there, you know? So (laughs) want to come play some video games? Where are you staying? You know, because I say stuff like that in my songs, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to come over and play video games with you because you're my friends and my homies. You come out and support me. And people often want to take me up on that. Um. And, you know, you got to be careful because there's some, there's some crazies out there. Um, you know, I don't want to walk into somebody's house and they got like a Mega Ranch shrine and I'm like, oh, <laughs> now we can add you to it. <laughs> Time to go, you know. But, um, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much for being on the show. We appreciate you, man. Thank you so much, man. Y'all keep up the good work. Thank you. And I will keep supporting. Word. All right. Man, awesome. Yes, yes. And, of course, you know, NYCC is coming up in – Hell, less than a couple of weeks now. Yeah. We're going to have the bid party. My costume better come on time. At Home Sweet Home, October 9th. Mega Ram, will you be in town for NYCC? I don't think I will. I'm Dang so it. mad about it. I've never done, I've never done NYCC. We're going to ask you to perform at our party and Dang everything. It. I might have to cancel my I would have got show. you a costume. I'm going to cancel outfit. my appointment. All right. We'll talk about it. All right, we'll I'm, definitely. I might have to make some, pull you some strings. Hey, I like that. If I, if I have a day off, I will fly in for it because I hear so much good stuff Please, about it. We'll NYCC. make sure you get there. 
Well, I don't know about first class, but we'll make sure you get there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cool with coach. I'm sitting way in the back of the plane. I'm cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> the fan bros still need some cosplay ideas. Yes. We have one very big one that looks like it's coming into play. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we don't want to reveal anything just yet. So it's we're still looking for some more ideas. You can hit us on the Twitters. DJ Ben Amin, Tatiana King, and now the Chico Leo even. You can hit him up. Let him know some cosplay ideas because Chico still needs some. Teach him how to use Twitter too, because he doesn't know. Word. I know how to use Twitter. Yeah, I rocked the Twitter account for <laughs> Fan Bros for six months. <laughs> he, he did. He did. He did. He definitely did. Um, as always, we're looking for more fan art. You know, hit us contact at fanbros.com yeah. if you want to submit anything. The new fanbros.com. We're looking for writers. We're looking for editors. We're looking for videographers. We're looking for documentarians. Beat makers, anything. Costume makers. Co- oh, hell yeah. Mm. Word up. Uh, we got a photography. Actually, we have, we'll have some professional Photo- photos being taken of us in our cosplay. Oh. Yes. Nice. Yeah, we got a submission for that. So I don't have to do selfies anymore. No, no. We're going to be fresh. We're I'm all, with the it. The pictures are going to be sick. I'm with it. So, yeah, look out for that. Look at the new fanbros.com. I wrote an editorial on the state of affairs there today. Mm-hmm. Lots of new content coming soon. Yes. Dope new look. Anything else before we get out of here? Fanbros.com is fresh, man. Yes, it is. Chico Leo? No, that, 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 she, Tatiana said it all. Word. All right, well, I guess that's it. Thank you. God bless and good night. Peace. Fan Bros. Hey, hey.